तस्मै श्रीगुरवे हेलो नमस्ते वेलकम ऑल ऑफ यू टू साइलेंट विस्टम ऑनलाइन सत्संग वी हैव ऑलरेडी डन टू सेशंस ऑन विज्ञान भैरव तंत्र एंड टुडे आल्सो विल कंटिन्यू द सेम वी विल डू टू मोर मेडिटेशंस टुडे एंड बिफोर वी स्टार्ट विद दोज मेडिटेशंस लेट मी अगेन रीकैप व्हाट वी हैव ऑलरेडी डन for those who may be coming or listening to this session for the first time or may not have heard the recording i think even if for those it's a repetition it's okay very briefly so vigyan bhairav tantra is a conversation between lord shiva and devi parvati where devi parvati is sitting on his lap and asking him questions she's asking him lord what is your reality how do we know you and shiva is not giving him giving her any doctrine any philosophy he is only giving techniques that she can do those techniques and find out for herself vigyan means consciousness bhairav means beyond consciousness and tantra means technique so vigyan bhairav tantra is a technique our techniques to go from consciousness to beyond consciousness please know here the difference we are not going from unconscious to conscious we are going from conscious to beyond consciousness that is the major difference over here and there are 112 techniques lord shiva has used all kind of situations everyday situations everyday movements to go beyond the consciousness and to realize shiva himself tantra is a method a process and uh, it is such a pure science that it is very difficult for an ordinary mind to understand that and that is the reason why tantra has been so misunderstood and here in this vigyan bhairav tantra and we are doing this from book of secrets which is a commentary on vigyan bhairav tantra by osho he has tried to clarify that he has tried to make the understanding so simple that all of us can also understand what it is all about and uh, a very important thing in tantra is that it is different from yoga we also did that last time yoga is all about achievement yoga is all about suppression discipline manipulation which is very appealing to the ordinary mind because ordinary mind is undisciplined ordinary mind is scattered and yoga comes in very handy but tantra is about indulgence so yoga and tantra both use breath they both use sexual energy however very differently yoga likes to manipulate the breath discipline the breath change the breath tantra says you only need to watch your breath you don't need to change it in any way just use whatever is available 
be natural yog says you have to preserve contain your sexual energy so that you can take it to the higher realms tantra says you can indulge in the sexual act with awareness and it will take you beyond consciousness so that is the major difference between yoga and tantra we have already done four meditations uh, today i want to share with you two more one is on sound and this one the first one that we are going to do is again part of the kriya yoga technique so something that i have practiced i have benefited from so i would really like to share this with you guys so let's first talk about it and then we will do a little bit of practice here this technique says feel yourself in the center of sounds it's a beautiful technique feel yourself in the center of sounds bathe in the center of sound as in the continuous sound of a waterfall or by putting the fingers in the ears hear the sound of sounds let me explain it i will explain it first and then we will do a little practice as well there are two things here first is bathe in the center of the sound okay now what does this mean wherever you are whatever you are doing when you are doing this technique what you need to do is close your eyes and feel all the sounds coming towards you feel the whole universe filled with sound feel as if every sound is moving towards you and you are the center actually just this feeling that you are the center gives a very deep peace and the thing is that whenever there are sounds you will find you can try this right now of course we are going to the technique as well that whenever there are sounds you are the center naturally all the sounds come to you from all directions from everywhere if you right now close your eyes and try to notice all the sounds around you you will see that you are the center some sounds may be coming from the left from the right from top from behind front you naturally are the center of all of these sounds okay so and sounds are always present isn't it like even right now the beauty of this technique is that i will be talking and you are listening and this sound also becomes part of that meditation you know you don't need to go into silence you don't need to stop the sounds and go in a quiet room no any sounds which may be going on around you you can still do this particular technique so the first thing here is it says bathe in the center of sound so you just close your eyes and start listening to all the sounds around you generally what we do is we try to move our focus shift our focus we want to uh, stop the sounds mentally we don't want to focus on them it's completely opposite what does it say it says just like a continuous sound of a waterfall you know when we sit near a waterfall there is a continuous sound of it similarly all the sounds around you which are there continuously 
let them surround you let them be around you and you be in the center why this emphasis on feeling that you are in the center this is something very very important okay because in the center there is no sound remember this this is so beautiful in the center there is no sound the center is without sound and that is why you can hear sounds otherwise we cannot hear them we can only hear sounds because in the center there is no sound remember this a sound cannot hear another sound right because we are soundless at our center that is why we can hear sounds the center is absolutely silent it is silence so when we start listening to when we start we we stop resisting and stop fighting with all the sounds that are coming along and stay with them a moment comes when we are just in the center and in that center there is complete soundlessness there is complete silence that is what we are trying to uh, achieve over here okay and that particular point where there is no sound what is that point that point is i me but we don't have to think about the sounds another thing when we do this technique we don't have to think about the sounds not thinking oh this is a loud sound this is a harsh sound this is a soft sound nothing like that no judgment we just have to listen to all those sounds okay so we are going to first do that and then the second part the second part says by putting the fingers in the ears hear the sound of sounds okay and the second part is very important now when we do this first what we will do is maybe for 3 4 minutes we will just allow to hear all the sounds that are coming okay even when i will be talking that's okay that becomes a part of the sounds that you are hearing and then after some time i will tell you to close your ears now how are you going to close your ears you will not close your ears by putting your fingers inside the ears remember that all of us have little you know small flaps on the ears right uh it is the extension of your cheek when it goes towards the ear a little flap there so what how do we close our ears we put uh, our uh, index fingers on those flaps to close the ears not putting the fingers inside the ears but pushing or pressing those flaps so that we cannot hear the sounds outside so first listening to all the sounds which are coming from the outside and after some time we close our ears and then what do we hear the soundless sound we also call it anhad nad or uh, there is it is also called as absence of sound see uh, all of you would have noticed that uh, when we are looking at something a picture and we then close our eyes we'll see a negative image of it in front of our eyes sometimes that image is in fact uh, so strong that if we just open our eyes and look towards a blank wall we'll be able to see that negative image on that blank wall as well so just like it happens with the visual image same thing also happens with the sound 
when we are listening to those sounds intently when we are allowing all those sounds to come to us and then when we close the ears we hear the absence of sound and that absence of sound is very very powerful in fact uh, the soundless sound that you hear inside after closing your ears if one can stay with that that itself has the power to take you beyond consciousness so be in within one technique actually there are two techniques first what are we doing we are allowing to hear all the sounds and then we are closing the ears and listening to the soundless sound inside you can do them as separate techniques also at different times or at the same time you can start with first and then move on to the second whatever works so i hope the instructions are clear can we now start does anybody have any question before we start with this okay vandana is asking can we say that we absorb the sound no nothing about absorbing the sound vandana it is just allowing the sounds you're just listening to them as sounds only no judgment no talking in the mind about what is it all about just listen that's it okay so what are we going to do now we will first we'll sit in our chairs or beds wherever we are comfortably if you are lying down even that is all right and we'll just close our eyes relax our body and we will start listening to the sounds all the sounds that are coming and feel being in the center let my voice also be part of the sounds that you are hearing so let's start let there be no judgment just close your eyes stay centered and hear to all the sounds that are coming from all around you do not resist any sound stay in the center 
be aware of all the sounds around you Now close your ears with both the fingers. Put press the flaps of the ears with both the fingers. Close your ears and listen to the soundless sound.
Okay. I hope you can all hear me because your ears are closed. You can come back. Just let go of the ears. Come back. Can some of you message and let me know that you are still not meditating? Yes. Thank you, Vandana. Thank you, Madhvi. Graham is saying sound is good. Which sound, Graham? The sound inside or the sound outside? Okay. Aparajita is saying bubbling sound inside. Okay. Those who have been on any other uh, path, they generally can hear another kind of sound. Yeah, it's a buzzing sound. Yes. You're right, Vandana. We call it Anahatnad. So it is also known as a soundless sound or absence of sound. And it is so powerful. All you need to do is maybe just sit with your ears closed and keep listening to that sound. And once you start listening to it, you can even hear it in a crowd. Even when there is noise all around, you will still be able to hear this inner sound. And it is quite addictive as well. So what are we doing here through this technique? There are too many words, there is too much use of language and the technique involves listening to that language, listening to that words, not getting caught in there just as a sound and then going beyond that sound into the silence. So the path of silence here is going through the sounds. So some of you, if you like, you can practice that. I don't know if anyone of you has tried uh, practicing later what we did earlier. If any of you does that, please message me. Let me know if something worked for you or if you had a different uh, experience because of that. So this is on the sound. And there is one more uh, which we will do today. I'm moving on to the second one. Okay. And the second meditation that we will do today is seeing the world as a drama seeing the world as a drama all of us on path of knowledge are going to love this okay so osho has uh, shared something very interesting here he says and we all know that as well that the original mind is actually like a mirror very pure and it is always pure it remains pure but what happens is 
that dust can gather upon it. The purity is not lost, but the dust can cover it up. And this is the condition of the ordinary mind, covered with dust. So what is our mind? Our mind is actually original mind plus dust, Buddha mind plus dust, divine mind plus dust. And once we learn how to uncover it, how to reclaim it from the dust, then we have known all that is worth knowing and we have attained all that is worth attaining. And all these techniques are concerned with how to free our mind from the dust that is bound to gather upon it. It is very natural. Because we have traveled a lot. See, even if you know any person who is traveling knows, uh, will gather some dust. And what have, how have we traveled? We have traveled for many, many lives. And so a lot of dust has been gathered. Now what is this dust? This dust is that we have become identified with the mind. Okay. So this false identification with the mind is the dust. Our experience, our knowledge, our memories, whatsoever that we have known, whatsoever that we have experienced, whatsoever has been our past, it is all basically nothing but dust. And regaining the original mind means that we have to regain that purity. We have to learn to be able to see without that mind, without dust, without experiences, without knowledge, without memories. So that is what we need to do. And here and now, this very moment is actually also absolutely pure. If we are not identified with the past, with the mind, with the accumulated knowledge that we have. So what are these techniques doing? They are basically methods to remove us from the past and allowing us to plunge into the here and now. That is what we are doing. Uh, there is another thing that is known about Buddha. Like last time uh, also we said that, that uh, Anapan Sati Yog, that was the technique which was practiced by Buddha. And that's why it is considered to be a Buddhist technique. Another thing which is said about Buddha is that um, we all know he went from lots of masters, you know, he went through them from one teacher to another. He was searching and he went to a lot of known teachers. He also disciplined himself in many ways. But all the teachers, whatever they were teaching was something that was happening in the future. Okay, something which was happening beyond death later on. But nobody, nobody was telling him how to be, how does that happen right now? So he was telling every teacher that I am interested in the here and now, how to be total and complete and pure here and now. And what they would tell him is that, okay, you use this method, if you do it rightly, someday in the future, some future life you will attain. And then when Buddha was tired of all of this, he just said one thing. He did only one thing. He said, I am going to remain in the present moment. He forgot his past. He forgot his future. He let go of everything and just decided to be here and now, to be in the simple existence. And that is what we are trying to, these techniques are trying to help us do that. So let's now move into this particular technique, which is, 
uh, again a very beautiful one and it says see the world as a drama we all know that right on path of knowledge what do we say that it is all illusion isn't it the world is an illusion and here it says see the world as a drama this so called universe appears as a juggling a picture show to be happy look upon it so this whole world is just like a drama so don't be serious about it it is actually because of the seriousness that we have come into a problem otherwise there is no problem at all and seriousness has got into trouble if we are not serious about it if we just take it lightly then the world is just nothing but a drama and the moment you are able to see the world as a drama it is very easy to regain that original mind that consciousness uh, the dust is gathering because we are serious if we are not serious the dust will not gather but the important point here is that even when we are watching a movie i'm sure all of us experience that the we are watching a movie and uh, looking at the screen we just forget the you know that it is a movie that we are watching we are weeping we are crying we are laughing we are getting excited we are uh, with the hero we are against the villain all that we are doing what is happening and and on that screen in that movie nothing is real it's just light and shadow isn't it we all know that but we want to enjoy and if uh, i don't know how many of us have done that it is also suggested that when you go to a movie hall instead of looking at the screen what is in the movie you'll just look at that light okay that light which is coming but that's not what we go there for right we go there for entertainment and we get so involved in that particular movie so it just becomes alive it becomes real even a movie can become real for us can we imagine how we are traveling through this world and for so many lives definitely it has become real for us and we have become very serious about it so many people have lived on this earth and uh, i remember uh, even uh, my guruji always uh, used to share this that wherever you are sitting okay right now all of us wherever we are sitting at least 20 dead bodies are buried over there okay so many people have come and gone so many of them and they were also very serious where are they right now where is their life where are their problems gone everything is gone they were fighting they were uh, crying they were very serious about this life but what has happened to them so don't get serious about it but start looking at this whole thing as a drama um and you know while i say this a couple of things come to my mind one is um, and and if any one of you have been a part of it like um, in the ites services i remember 20 years back i had been hired by one of the organizations Uh, as a psychologist and uh, they were there were these young kids like you know in their early 20s who were extremely stressed and why were they stressed because if you see at that time uh, all these back office operations were coming to india the call centers uh, 
and suppose so you know let's take an example that uh, there is this girl who comes from a small town his her name is lakshmi it's not the real name i'm just giving an example and when she comes and joins the call center she suddenly becomes jenny okay because um, while the call center operations are going on people abroad should not come to know should not come to know that these are things are happening in india and she has to learn the accent and for 8 hours when she is on those calls she has to behave like jenny and she should forget that she is lakshmi now 8 hours behave like jenny stay stay with that accent and after that what do you do after those 8 hours you go back to being lakshmi and these kids were having a hard time because either then they were behaving like you know and speaking in the same accent with their families or friends and who would make fun of them sometimes they would forget uh, that accent or you know that oh i am jenny now and while they are on the call they will speak in their normal regular indian accent or even you know maybe if they mention their name as lakshmi then they get a beating from their boss so you see you for 8 hours you do you are doing a drama but then getting that balance in that drama that i am jenny also and i am lakshmi also right it's not that easy and that is what but that is what one has to learn over a period of time then the balance does come in so here also what are we doing you're saying this is a drama going on so whatever role that you are playing either as a husband or a wife or a mother daughter professional just just play the role just be that character but don't forget who you really are and until you find that balance there can be difficulties over there but one has to start somewhere and for this technique the idea is that you start seeing those things as a drama don't become involved with your role don't think of your role as the real one Oshes uh, shared something very interesting over here another he said uh, you must all remember your first love how serious it was first time when you fall in love you know years back life depended on it and you would think that if this person would go away then what is going to happen to your life you would be no more and now you don't even remember it everything is forgotten and today also whatever that you think that your life depends on it will also be forgotten life is such a flux everything is moving everything is changing so don't take it seriously look at it like a picture show and in india of course we call it a leela we are already saying that that word that we are using leela as we say na ram leela krishna leela and it is actually very beautiful isn't it because the whole idea is that uh, it's all play it's all there is nothing serious about it in fact osho goes on to say that uh, you know in the garden of eden when uh, god told adam that uh, please do not go and eat the fruit from the tree of knowledge okay even saying that right that don't go near that tree was actually playing it was a play it was an invitation if you see there are so many trees why does he have to point it out nothing that this is all on the lighter note okay why does the god have to go and tell him that don't touch that don't eat the fruit of that tree 
maybe if he would not have mentioned uh, adam may not have even come to know about that there was any tree like that isn't it isn't that so funny that in that entire forest in their entire garden god would point out just one tree so what is that and whatever is this is simple psychology whatever is prohibited that is what the mind wants most so god also knew isn't it if we just agreed with this story then we'll say that he also knew and it was actually an invitation he wanted adam to eat that fruit so that the play could start otherwise how would the game start nobody would come down adam and uh, eve would not be thrown out of the garden of the eden and no humanity nothing possible so it's all fun yes um you know when you have problems when something serious is going on and why is something serious why are there problems because we have certain ideas about them we have thought of them in such a way so they look very very serious and then coming to know here that nothing is serious it's all fun it's all play but that is what one needs to do how to use this technique we are not going to practice it right now but some of you can take it start with one day at a time okay you just have to make an intention that right now onwards until let's say tomorrow until 24 hours i am going to look at everything as if it's just a drama i am not going to take anything seriously for the next 24 hours and if you are able to do that for 24 hours then you can extend it to 3 days for two more days okay and then make it 7 days so one day to 3 days to 7 days slowly just don't be serious about anything whatever is happening in your life this is an intention you have to make and then see what happens when you are uh, with your family okay behave with the family as if you are a, doing a part of the drama think of yourself like an actor okay and try to be efficient uh, don't try to be inefficient don't think that oh this is just a play so i can just do anything no not like that but think that how efficient how good you can be at the same time know that you are playing that drama so just uh, try that and who knows this can become the technique which takes you beyond consciousness what happens over here is that uh, it is the mind isn't it because the mind is taking everything seriously it is creating suffering but the moment the mind starts thinking of it the moment you shift the mind and it looks at the whole world like a drama you can enjoy it you can actually enjoy the play and it can take you beyond that all right so these are the two techniques that i wanted to share now you can all share with me if there is anything or you have any questions yes vandana dramas and drama correct and if anyone has tried this i have tried this many times actually very consciously not with the family but sometimes at work sometimes when i'm Uh, outside with different people uh, 
you know whenever i have remembered okay thinking okay this is just a drama going on and i really enjoy trust me it's very enjoyable another very good thing that happens when you be see start seeing things as a drama immediately your expectations drop you are not having any you are not expecting any results and you are not having any any expectations and that itself frees you you there is so much of freedom when you can just behave without having any any expectations at all okay satya is saying she has tried this still do it is a practice given by my teacher very nice sometimes i have done uh, or said very funny things to people okay and uh, i still remember i the expressions that they wouldn't even believe that i would say something like that and in my mind i'm like yeah it's quite funny yes even i am not consistent satya i just as and when i remember i do some of these things the beauty of these techniques is that they are so simple and you can you need not take out a specific time to do them you can just do them anywhere wherever you are all that is required is that you remember that you need to practice this like madhuri is saying i to apply at school many times when anyone misunderstood me also when i scold any child inside there is always running all these are part of drama yes very nice we are too serious about life isn't it that is what society has taught us we are not having fun we are not playing and one of the earliest uh, sessions that i did was on what does a guru teach and a guru teaches you how to play i think that's the most beautiful part actually once the guru's grace falls on you then all that you do is play and we are all children you know we may have grown up but inside all of us are children and what do children like children just like to play you take them anywhere small children have you seen you take them to somebody's house you take them to school you take them to a serious place they don't know they are just playing they are having fun so naturally they know how to have fun how to play but as we grow up we forget that and that's what we need to remember again to have fun to play yes there are problems in life there are things which will not go as per our expectations but that is all okay nothing is to be taken seriously isn't it there are so many problems we have faced in our lives and moved on now they don't matter i remember when i was in school the biggest the most serious thing in the world was how many marks will i get in my exam right when the results will come will i get at least 80% or not it was such a big deal now when i look back does it even matter 
how much did I score in my maths exam in one of the tests in school when I was in class fifth. At that point of time, it was so so serious, so important. What was important there is not important now. So the things which look very important to the mind right now, few weeks, months, years down the line, they will also not be important anymore. So what will not be important in the future cannot be important even now. One is saying very liberating. I remember Osho said meditation in the marketplace. You are reminding me of that piece. Yes, you are right. Meditation in the marketplace. For this sound as well, he said, what we did that if you just sit in a marketplace and do this meditation, allowing all the sounds to come towards you and you be the center. Because in the center, there is no sound. Because in the center, you are. And you are no sound. That's why you are able to hear the sound. You fall into that. So many of these practices, right? In the marketplace, you can Im immediately start seeing everything like a drama. So many of these techniques can be applied, used anywhere, wherever you are. That's the beauty. Madhuri is saying it helps us to be calm in difficult situation and it gave a different meaning to life. It becomes so easy with this thought. Yes, absolutely. Another good question to ask ourselves, what I was referring earlier is that when I am in a difficult situation or stressed or worried or there is a problem, ask yourself, will this matter one week from now what is bothering me today? Will this matter one month from now? Will this matter six months from now? And just with asking this question is going to help you. Because some or the other problem will keep cropping up. Life is like that. So we have to do all the things, whatever is required, whatever is necessary. It's just that we don't have to be very serious about it. Madhuri is saying, I am remembering one cute girl who was in class 3 and she failed in maths. She came to me crying and asking me to pass her and deduct that marks in next exam. I can't forget that sweet tears and innocence of that child and also about her stress, right? Yes, for that child that is so important. Don't we all remember uh, things like that from our childhood or when our best friend uh, would change. I remember uh, I had uh, chicken pox when I was in class 5 and um, so I, I didn't go to school for 15 days and after 15 days when I went to school my best friend told me that she had a new best friend. <laughs> now when I think about it but at that time it was like the whole world had <laughs> fallen down. <laughs> that is the most serious thing. It was the biggest tragedy of life. <laughs> so now I can laugh about it. So that is what happens. And, and the problems that we face today, they aren't any different actually. What I like in these techniques and how Osho has put it is that 
the mind is also not a problem sometimes we say na my mind is the problem no mind is also not the problem the problem is only the false identification with the mind that's all it's just the identification and that was also bound to happen because of so much of repetition that is what has happened i remember i had uh, read about this actor who was playing abraham lincoln and he possibly uh, you know did that that play was uh, staged maybe more than 100 times in us i don't remember the name of uh, that person and after 100 plays that person actually forgot himself completely and there was no doubt in his mind that he was abraham lincoln so until his death until he passed away if anybody would approach him he would call himself abraham lincoln the identification had become so strong with that character despite having a family despite everything because of so much of repetition so it's no wonder that we have become identified with this body mind and actually the identification with the mind is more than the body the body we can still see a little separately the body we can still see as a vehicle but the mind we think i am like if somebody tells us that's the reason that uh, maybe you have a cold or a cough you have a fever you don't look well we are okay with that you know if they call that our body is not well we are okay with that but if somebody tells us that there is something wrong with you or uh, the mind is not right or you are not thinking correctly or you are sick then we are very much affected we feel offended and hurt because the identification with the mind is very very strong and mind is very useful instrument we all know that what would we do without our mind madhvi is saying pok taught how to drop mind absolutely the goal of all the spiritual paths all the techniques is that we stop identifying with the mind that's all to break that identification but we still need to use that we still need to use our mind we still need to operate in this world and do meet our responsibilities carry on with whatever work that we have taken up and we need it it's just that we need it only for that particular purpose we do it and then we are free like what i said you know being jenny for those 8 hours but then for 16 hours i'm lakshmi so when there is a confusion between those two when we are not able to maintain that balance and that is what has happened to all of us we have lost that balance we have to even forgotten that uh, we are lakshmi and we have taken on the role of the jenny very strongly madhuri is saying when problem passes away we just laugh but when trapped in situation with the feeling of doer or ego we feel sorry and suffer too much absolutely you are right because in the situation it's like our uh, the layer of the mind 
or the layer that needs to do the work or what we also call as the lower layer that becomes very strong it just takes over like for example if you are crossing the road and suddenly a car comes or a bus comes immediately your reflex actions will take over the body will immediately take over the survival mechanism will become very strong and it will protect you so that is what that happens so even knowing when that is happening being aware that this is what is happening that itself is very useful very helpful and i think uh, that should be it as of now with vigyan bhairav tantra we have done six of these techniques maybe we can take it up another time and do a couple more but little later but if any one of you tries any of these things and have something to share that would be really nice all right great thank you so much i'm glad if you enjoyed this session enjoyed these meditations these are for fun these are just for a little practice but if you really want results from them you should take any one of them and practice it for at least 3 months that would be very useful thank you so much for joining in i'll see you again next week